Hello and welcome to episode 170 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, the Luke Beveridge of Cricket Podcasting, because I'm short, I'm angry, and I've been known to yell at someone for doing their job. <laughs> Mick, and let me introduce you to the rest of the team. Next up is the podcast answer to the Simpsons, because after all this time, he is somehow still around. Welcome, Alex. Jesus. Thanks, mate. Yeah, really appreciate that drive-by. <laughs> Uh, next up is the podcast most successful coach. Welcome, David. If only I could just coach this podcast to be entertaining. <laughs> oh, tough something about, something beyond people, mate. You just, I don't think that's possible. Had 170 goes yeah. at it. <laughs> you, what is it? You can't teach a turtle to do algebra? Yeah, that that's it. <laughs> and lastly, the man trying to build an orienteering family dynasty. Welcome, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things to attempt to do yeah. Yeah. Is, is your son called Saw, son of Ross is that <laughs> Sod, oh, no. son of the difference uh. <laughs> Sod <laughs> oh, uh, welcome to the Frederick Harold Sock Company Studios this is a tight ship production brought to you by Big Lug Enterprises. So we're going to kick off with um, the most kind of big news cricket thing that's been going on, and that is the Australian Tour of Pakistan. So during our last uh, podcast, that first test had just kind of kicked off. It's been that long since we recorded. Um, oh. So that was in Rail Pindi um, at the Rail Pindi Stadium. Um, so we'll just quickly run through that because, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Pakistan won the toss and elected to bat forever and they would bat about five and a half days it felt like um so they would declare four down for 476 it was as ali getting 185 and imam al-haq with his debut century maiden century even not debut maiden test century of 157 uh best of the aussie bowling was manus with one for 53 Big Paddy Cummins got one for 63, and Nathan Lyon got one for 161 of 52 overs. Daddy did wow. one for. Yeah, wow, we. Uh, so, in reply, the Aussies would get rolled for 459, missing out on first innings points. Uzman would get out on 97, reverse sweeping. Marnus would make 90, and Smith would make 78. Uh, Norman Ali would end up with six for 107. Well done, old Norman. And Shaheen Afridi would get two for 88. Uh, Pakistan have another bat. They would get rolled for 250. Oh, no, sorry. That would be none for 252. Rolled um, for. Yeah. Shaf- <laughs> Shafiq would get 136 red. And Imam Al-Haq would get 111 red. Uh, match ended in the draw. Um, and, man, the match, unsurprisingly, was old mate Imam Al-Haq. Um, yeah, it's fair to say that it was not the world's most entertaining test match. Much the better. Fuck me. Yeah, so we picked the eyes out a little bit even during the last podcast because it was in the middle of the test and we spoke about it for a little bit. So we'll just leave it alone. Um, I say it's arguably it could have been the world's most boring test match because um, the National Stadium in Karachi said, hold my beer for test number two versus Pakistan. And um, this time around, the Aussies won the toss and elected to have a bat themselves. Um, they would declare nine down for 566. Uh, Usman would get 160 to make a ton in Pakistan, which I would be unsurprised if that was. I haven't read it anywhere, but I'm sure that was a lifelong dream for him to actually be able to achieve that. So well done to him. Yeah. Uh, Alex Carey also got 93 and got ever so close to his maiden test century. Um, or does he already have one? I don't think he does. Yeah, no, I don't no. think he does. And uh, Fahim got two for 55, and Shahid Khan got two for 167. Ooh. Wowee. Daddy good two for. Yeah, I guess when someone makes almost 600, someone's going to go for 150, <laughs> but jeez. <laughs> uh, um, so, yes, Gin. I was going to say, I'm not sure why the Pakistani cricket board um, hired Cameron Hodgkins, the MCG groundskeeper, as a consultant on all their um, pitches and how they should play. But, you know, each to their own, I guess. But what dead tracks, not really going, not too much going on. At least at um, Karachi, it spun a little bit. But in um, the Pindi, it was just doing pretty much nothing. Oh, yeah, it was a road. It was basically a hashtag. Yeah. 
and it, didn't deteriorate as much. I think the highlight of both these tests for me is uh, the eagles that are perched on the light stands that they show <laughs> probably every two overs. Um, the tea lounge, the sensitive oh, lounge, the winner. Yeah. Um, the uh, white goods and kitchenware um, dealer that gets their ad up every two overs. And there was a jet, that, a military jet that flew over Karachi, I think, in the day one, which everyone stopped and looked at, including the players. So that was my highlights of both tests. Well, I think you missed out on the biggest one of all, Alex, and that's yeah. the um, KFC bucket where you can, if they hit it, someone's <laughs> going to get a scholarship. And this have never been hit ever. But yeah. It's a, it's so funny in Pakistan mm. that you know someone gets a scholarship. Yeah. It's never going to get hit. But in Australia, everyone just wears bucket hats on their heads yeah. for no fucking reason. They get zero mm. benefit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Wear it. Like stupid. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of the pitch in Karachi, didn't do anything uh, in Pakistan's first things. They got rolled one hundred and forty-eight. So uh, Baba Azam with top four with thirty-six. <laughs> Um, Mitch Stark would take three for 29 and Swepson would get two for 32. Um, this, the one thing that I think did start to happen in this test match, which might not, which I don't think really happened to Raul Pindi as well, was there was reverse swing, according to the commentators, because you know what, fucking swing, swing, but apparently this was reverse swing. So yeah, they can, turned the ball around. Yeah. So, yeah. How long, um, how long till we get caught sandpaper? Oh, I'm surprised <laughs> we haven't yet. Reverse, we've got to be doing something. Yeah. Who's the youngest player in the team? They have to be holding the sandpaper, I think. Mitch swept them. Yep, yep. Mm. Poor old Swepper. Mm. (laughs) Got a bold buddy. That's why he bowled so shit the last (laughs) two minutes sandpaper. (laughs) Blisters. It's Cameron Green. He had sandpaper on his fingertips. Couldn't grip the ball. (laughs) It's Cameron Green's the youngest, but everyone's too afraid to ask him to do anything because he's so massive. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And he's a big ex student, so he's in the country, so he knows how to throw hands. That's right. And a bale of hay. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah, throws him around. He's always had an um, unbelievable ability to throw bowels of hay around. So, yeah, despite he's not, you know, so strong muscular physique. Yeah. So, yeah, so the end of the Pakistan first innings, the Aussies were well on top, having just rolled for 148 and had a distinct um, psychological advantage. And they took full advantage of that by deciding to not enforce a follow on and bat again. Um, I'm going to say it here. I said it in all our group chats. I said it to anyone who will fucking listen to me. <laughs> Pat, Cum- doing it publicly. Pat Cummins, you are a goddamn fucking coward. If I, I have not met another time in my entire life to fucking enforce the following. You were leading by over 400 fucking runs, mate. 418 runs, basically, to be exact. You are a coward. Whoever is informing you, Steve Smith, I'm sorry, Ronnie, to do this because you're a Victorian. Michael DiVenuto, all of you blokes, you're all fucking cowards. Enforce the follow-on, you fucking children. Fuck me. Anyone else have yeah. any strong thoughts on that? Well, <laughs> I agree said a bit of myself. <laughs> also, what I found funny was they didn't enforce the follow-on. And then when it came to – this is a strange habit that I don't understand it. They didn't chuck the ball around Yeah. to all the part-time – like Travis Head bowls often enough in test matches, so does Marnus. Marnus bowled one over the third last over of the entire innings. Yeah. And no, other than that, they used the five bowlers. And now they're saying, oh, it's a tight turnaround to the next test. Like, I know you should go out to win, but um, I just don't understand when Babra's arms on, you know, 101 or something, why didn't they give? Because, you know, after he's made his ton, everyone knows, generally speaking, there's a concentration lapse. Mm. It's from Travis Head for three overs and Marnus <clears throat> for three overs. And Baba Azam is a bit of a Mark War type. He yeah. doesn't make big tons at yeah. all. He yeah. goes out before 150. Yeah. I think it was his highest score in this test, and it was over 145 or something like that was his highest test Well, he score made 196 in the end in this test. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he smashed but, it. But pre that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the other I thing, don't. too, like Ross says, like they're talking about, oh, there's a short turnaround, right, right? Yeah, but you fucking drop one of your fast bowlers to bring in a spinner, which means you've mm. based this around that, you know, you're going to have to bowl a lot of fucking overs. So I didn't get it. Um, like, mm. You're going to bowl a lot of overs, but then they never gave him a chop out with, yeah. you know, even um, Usman could have bowled or um, the two, Head, Head and Marnus, I didn't understand why they didn't bowl. Yeah, especially not early and then sort of exclusively in the dying overs of the test match. Um, He got it to bounce like over the keeper's head about four or five times, so maybe give him a bowl a bit earlier. Um, It didn't help with – I thought 
everyone who's looked at the commentators, journalists um, within the Australian cricket side said Mitch Webb should bowl quite well in the second bowling innings for Australia. I thought he bowled terribly. I thought he couldn't hold a consistent length for long enough, um, which is a huge problem as a leg spinner. It's, you know, obviously I don't play test cricket, but I've bowled leg spin for a long time. And if you bowl a short one every over, the pressure's off for the rest of the balls. Yeah. You can just pat him away and you're waiting for the short ball. But he bowled in his opening, he bowled terribly in his opening 10 overs. I think he bowled probably 15 full tosses in his first 10 overs. <laughs> and just, I don't like, He's a better bowler than that, so maybe the nerves got to him or something like that. But, geez, everyone's saying he bowled all right. I'm like, I didn't see it, in my yeah. opinion. What's most of that last um, bowling innings? Yeah, not good enough. So, yeah, so the Pakistanis end up getting seven for four, four, three, and uh, we'll be a draw again. As we said, Babar Azam will get 196, and Mohammad Rizwan would shake off his 15 broken fingers he got in the fucking fielding. <laughs> And make 106 not out. So a uh, line to get four for 112. Cummins to get two for 75. And yeah, paid out into a draw. Baba Zam was man of the match. Um, yeah, like the next test starts tomorrow in Lahore. Uh, Vic- uh, I was about to say Victoria. If it was Victoria, they might have won. Uh, Australia have gone in unchanged. Um, so they haven't moved anyone around or done anything at all. So that'll be interesting to see how that they believe that the pitch is going to be much the same as Raul Pindi, which uh, doesn't work, Mick, you know? Yeah. Well, that's it, mate. Like, you know, you can't lose if you're not prepared to fucking stick with blokes that aren't doing the job. That's like, right. Yeah. It's the Australian way though, isn't it? Just don't change. Don't change it. Just so, it. yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully we get up in the third test and take home the prestigious, um, Benno, um, Kadar Trophy, and we'll be all right. So, it's yeah. the TikTok Benno Kadir series. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, TikTok. Sponsored yeah. by Osaka Batteries. Yeah, mm. with the grinder man of the match. Um, so, yeah. Pakistan. <laughs> well, I've enjoyed the commentary of um, Mike Hazeman. He's he's a different cat, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's out there. South really. African bloke. He's out there. Yeah, I do uh, enjoy. They seem all the commentators seem more out there because they're wearing sort of semi-traditional Pakistani yeah. garb, which yes. I fucking love, by the way. <laughs> Long waistcoats with like a sort yes. of a preacher's style yeah, collar. collar. Mm. I look brilliant. I am like do that in every country. Yeah, they do it in the PSL. They make them. They have them all in traditional clothing in the PSL. Yeah, good. Well. More of it. Australian garb of the blue singlet and stubby shorts. Yeah, <laughs> drives the boat over That's the top it. of it's that there mm. on a colder day. Yeah, oh, just loud chat with a bag of green on top. Nothing <laughs> 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 says Australian cricket like military <laughs> references. Yeah. Exclusively yeah. drinking Southern Comfort. Yep. <laughs> Called culture, honey. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> and the teams would walk out to Hey True Blue, of course. Oh, I see us in the enough. It's probably a New Zealander in the band Ice House, most probably. Yeah, yeah they would have been. They could recreate Steve Irwin's <laughs> oh. All right. So I think we jumped the fucking shark on this one. So. We're going to move from there. We're going to move over. It's a bit of talk- seven, six degrees of Kevin Bacon going yeah. on. We're going to talk a little bit more um, Australian cricket, and that is the Australian women's team. We're currently playing in the Women's World Cup, so I'm going to throw to Alexander, who's going to lead us through this portion of the podcast. Absolutely. I'll be ably helped by Ross um, because, as everyone on this podcast knows um, internally, I actually forgot about the recording of this and jumped <laughs> on very, very late with, with zero preparation. But, you know, it's it's not a ding-a-ding-ding, everyone. Australian women are dominating as they should be, as is the norm. As they um, want. Five and nil got tested by India in the last match. Uh, India put on 277 at that weird square ground in uh, Auckland, I think. It's a rugby right, ground. Yeah, the Eden Park or whatever. Eden yeah, yeah. Shithouse ground. Um, it's uh, one, of the commenta- one of the commentators said it's a four or a one ground. Have you done, have you done a groundskeeper corner on that before, Alex? Uh, I've done it on an Eden Park, but I think it was Eden Park in India. There's two. Yeah, both in the Garden of Eden. Apparently, there's two. Don't know. Worrying trend. Yeah, concerning, concerning. Uh, yeah, Australia were tested against India. Um, and 
and just come to the fore, rose to the occasion. Uh, Meg Lanning hasn't scored too much this uh, World Cup, but rose to the occasion with a 97. Um, Record run chase, wasn't it? Of 280-odd, I think. I think it was in the tournament. I think maybe there's been more chases outside of World Cup tournaments. But, yeah, just and got it with three balls to spare. Which oh, is easy. Shit at him. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Easy. Like MS donated it. Just took it. You know, they could have done it in <laughs> over 40, but just, you know, straight out those 49 points, no, those 9.3 yeah. overs to give give people jump. more cricket. That's what we want. Absolutely. Uh, I really want to harp on two things. Go on. I'll probably say three things now. So it's fair to say uh, within women's cricket, we're all acting like we were in men's cricket in the early 2000s where we're arrogant as fuck and we can just say whatever we like and everyone else hates us because we just fucking win everything. Um, It's also good to see when England do shit. So, you know, for for me, it's Australia first and India and England are on a par as the second two most uh, uh, challenges to the crown that Australia holds. And both India and England are doing shit. India just scraping into the top four of the table. Um, It's a round robin, this formula of the World Cup, by the way. And then they have finals. So everyone plays everyone. And then the top four go through. England currently sitting at fifth. Absolutely makes my heart scream with joy seeing that happen. Um, and New Zealand, sixth on the ladder. Ah, oh, it's so good. Home World yeah, Cup, yeah, doing yeah. poorly. So, but four, five, and six are only separated by run, right? Absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah. Yep. It's, uh, it's good that you point that out, Mick. I was just looking at numerical order on the ladder <laughs> um, as I was looking at it. <laughs> I think New Zealand are going to be out, though, because it's the seven games... Um, because there's eight teams, six. you play seven games. They've played six for two wins. Oh, yeah. So yeah. And Indian, negative run rates, so they're fucked. Yeah, and oh, they yeah. just pipped them there. They just knocked them off today. So the, the team that's impressed me, uh, Alex, has been the West Indies. Yep. They knocked off uh, New Zealand and England, and they've got three wins um, up already. And South Africa were the second favourites going into the tournament. They're four wins from four games. So I was surprised that they were second favourites going in, to be they honest. They were. They were. I mean, yep. there's a there are a few of their players. I mean, they've got the quickest bowler in the world, um, but the Wolvart um, dominates usually. But I just yeah. sort of like no names the rest of their squad. Yeah, I agree with that. The um, I yeah, saw them. Thinks is shit. You got no <laughs> names. Right. Yep, and, and absolutely um, is coming from a no-name podcast. So take it with a great assault. <laughs> You're a bunch of fucking nobodies. <laughs> <laughs> and it was good to see Bangladesh beat Pakistan, though, the other day. It was a historic moment. It was their first time they'd won a World Cup game. What's the first time they've been in a World Cup? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. They beat the... That's why they won their first game. Yep, yeah. yep. It, um, yep. They're close. That's all around. Uh, Australia and South Africa meet on Tuesday, 9am our time. Now, that might be a ding-a-ding-ding we've all been asking for, Ross. I think so, yeah. It was a very nervy South Africa who managed to edge past um, both New Zealand and um, South Africa uh, against England um, in the last over with only a couple of wickets to spare in each game. So they've they've done it well, but uh, it's been a bit nervy. But yeah, it, the wins. Mm. it would warm the cockles of my heart um, to see England miss out on the finals. After, oh, yeah. Well, last time we had um, one of these, England <clears throat> beat Australia in the semi and then went on to beat India in the granny. Um, so it'd be good to yeah. boot those out. It was around about the same time the men's side won the World Cup too. I reckon it was pretty, pretty oh, yes. similar to yeah. it. And it was just like it just yeah. it didn't sit right with me. You know, England doing well yeah. in two separate tournaments. Mm. Yes. So it'd be good to go back That's to a bit funny. of normality, you know. Got to get back to the new normal, which hopefully is England being shit again. Yeah. Yep. England England shit COVID normal. Yep, that'd be good. Um, India, need, I think they pretty much need to win both their last two games to make it. Ross, you're better with maths than me. Mm. I think they do. Yeah, so, so look, either way, Australia win. Um, from an Australian supporters' perspective, anyway, because you know England or India are going to miss out, and New Zealand's missed out already. So happy yeah. days from us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a little bit worried that Australia are doing it too good too early, 
so we might just get absolutely smacked in a semi-final or something, and I'll be absolutely <laughs> We're due for a loss fallacy. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll be, we better lose well, this um, on Tuesday to South, South Africa. Africa. Well, no, because at least Perry's been running hot with the ball, and then yeah, for a change. Oh, yeah, I know. And then uh, two like um, player of the match performances with the ball in the previous two games, and then against India, bowled a twelve ball over. Yep, yep. That was <laughs> uh, maybe. Well, she mm. did that off from memory against India when India were over here. I think yeah. she bowled terribly. Nemesis so maybe team. it's a bit, mm. you know, a bit nervous against the Indian side. Yeah. She may be on the take. Allegedly. <laughs> Sounds like it. That's what I'm hearing. That's yeah. what I'm hearing. Like Usman yeah. dropping that catch in the test. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh. Put his helmet on it covers. Fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, God. In and out. Oh, I have had smudger just like I won't close my hands on it. Just let it wrap me in the chest as fast as like 145k an hour ball. What, what I don't like about Steve Smith is he is a run-of-the-mill fielder. Okay? Yeah. Which means he drops some, he takes some, he takes some suspected ones, he drops some easy ones. Average. I was yeah. happy Ross explained it, Bull, because yeah. I didn't know what it meant. So. Yeah. But I thought it meant mean, he ran a mill, so I'm pretty happy too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought I he thought just he had was built past. I, I thought he had a job outside cricket. Just him pushing a big wheel around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just making sure that the big... The wind's blowing the mill. <laughs> Every time he drops one, which happens from time to time because he's just an average fielder, they carry on like it's watching, having seen Mark Waugh drop one. Yeah. He's not he in the same category. Them. He never drops one. Oh, yeah, they carry on like it's very... Cam Green dropping it, like fucking hell. Yeah, Cam oh, Green you never don't drops see it. that very often from Steve mm. Smith. It's like you see it about once every second game from Steve <laughs> Seen it once a day for the last fucking two tests. Yeah. Mm. It's not It's not an event. He's not a, He's not a, one of the great all-time fielders. He's taken some rippers, don't get me wrong, but he's dropped some easy ones too. Yeah, that's just because he's a weird freak, that's all. True. Yeah. All righty, so uh, World Cups Australia is to lose. That's what I, that's my. Oh, take it's away. in the bag. I'm yeah. calling it. I'm on form so, with calling stuff early. I'm mm, calling it now. Yeah. Australia will win yep. the World Cup once in a lifetime. <laughs> All righty. So uh, from there, we're going to talk a little bit more international cricket. So um, this is a bit of an odd one that's coming out of South Africa at the moment. So um, South Africa is set to play Bangladesh in a two-match Test series in the coming weeks or days, even. Um, and they've had to call up some players into their test squad because Rabada, Marco Jansen. Um, oh, Jansen. Yep. Yeah, uh, Dirty Jansen. Nagidi, um, Aiden Markram, and Rassi van der Dusen. Have Not all van der Dusen. They've all pulled out of the test side. They all yeah. played the last test. They've all pulled out of the test side to play in the IPL. So they've... They have chosen IPL over Test cricket, and um, and that is because the Players Union and Cricket South South Africa agreed to it in their latest in their latest bargaining agreement that the players have the right to choose um, IPL and things like that over playing Test cricket. Test cricket Who's, isn't the number one priority according to the Players Union. Who's running the show over there? Fuck it, dickheads. Yes, Roscoe. Why did they schedule against the IPL? Like IPL is meant to have this window where there's no international cricket on, and at, at different times, Good countries point, crimp, crimp, and you know start a bit early. Yeah. England have started a bit early on some Test series in May. Yeah, let's just crimp. And, and then yeah, and like this Australia-Pakistan series is going to go into the first week or something, but. Um, Normally, there's no cricket scheduled. Maybe Cricket South Africa need to have this um, because they've had COVID cancellations, so they need yeah. to have it for TV money. But normally, the countries don't schedule cricket during IPL. So Bro. that's why they said yes to it, because normally they wouldn't have this competing issue. Good it's point. not really usually an issue. Mm. Um, I still it think it's fucked. Oh, yeah. I just think, why did you schedule it? Like, they're currently playing three ODIs, and Bangladesh won the first one, which was big boil over. So, there you go. Uh, the Sa- the Sappers are a fucking rabble at the moment, but... Uh, interesting, the- right. So, do you remember when all this brouhaha with the BCCI started, where they sort of took power over money, and then it yeah, seemed to be like the big four of international cricket 
and it was England, Australia, BCCI, and South Africa was sort of part of that, yeah, you know, being yeah. the powerhouses, right? Yeah. Well, how far they've dropped yeah. from yeah, the more have fallen, Alex. Yeah, yeah. For the for the players, you know, union um, and the players to say, well, I mean, it's got to be a monetary thing, right? It's got to be. It's more yeah. worth our while to fly our trade in T Twenty leagues wherever they may be. Um, so that means that cricket South Africa and not paying them enough for them to stay, well, I assume. I've got a feeling, and quote me if I'm uh, – don't quote me in case I'm wrong, but wasn't there – in quote me if I'm wrong as well, it doesn't yeah. fucking matter. But, <laughs> no um, wasn't there something going on with Cricket South Africa not having money and actually not being able to pay some of the players, which is why a lot of this yeah, bullshit was happening? They were nearly going to lose their yeah. accreditation internally, yeah. yeah, to so, be a to be a governing body in South Africa, I think, because of the corruption they had maybe about three or four years ago. Yeah, yeah. So it's just so interesting where it was, you know, there was this power controlled by these. I'm pretty sure it was South Africa was involved. Maybe I'm misremembering, and it was just India, Australia, and England. But I'm pretty sure South Say Africa. Allegedly, allegedly, there you go. Um, allegedly, I'm correct in what I'm saying. <laughs> Allegedly, the South African board put all their money in Dogecoin, and now it's gone because <laughs> yeah. someone forgot the password to their account, <laughs> so they're fucked. No, because they're so involved in cricket, they thought it was Donicoin, so they mistyped <laughs> it. They put it all into an absolute bust. <laughs> they just gave it all to MS Donny. Here you go. <laughs> and he didn't even notice. He's got so much money, he didn't notice the extra funds. He thought it was just an accounting error. One side of the Donny coin is Donny's head. The other side is just uh, it just says last ball fifty over. Game. I thought it was like <laughs> a weird rounded bottom of his of bat. That was the other side. Mm. You just ah, yeah, yep. I do remember that. Yeah, mm. or, or yeah. different pads to everyone else. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. lighter pads. I think. Why the colour like Sashington? Yeah, Sashington used to do that. His pads look like that from nineteen fucking eighty two. They probably were. That's why. Uh, it's very concerning, David. Yeah. Okay, so from there we move to a bit of domestic cricket, and we talk a bit of Sheffield Shield. Um, actually, you know what? Before we talk Sheffield Shield, we will discuss the Marsh Cup, where they had their final. Probably the day after we recorded last time, I think. So, um, as is tradition. Yep. So, WA hosted New South Wales at the Junction Oval in the outer suburb of St Kilda, Melbourne. Um, so, Perth, <laughs> Perth, Melbourne, Australia, I think it was. Um, so, WA won the toss and elected to have a bat. Uh, they would make, they would finish their 50 overs nine down for 225. It was Jahai Richardson top scoring with 44. Yeah. And wow. that dirty, rotten, cheating scumbag cunt Cam Bancroft will get 39. <laughs> uh, best of the New South Welshman with the ball was uh, Adam Zampa with three for 40. And Dan Sams, Ross's man, with three for 45. Yes, Roscoe. It's very important tail end for WA in this game. Not only did Jay Hoy top score, but their last two, 10 and 11, both got uh, 20s, I think. Which got him from one on the game, basically. Yeah, got him from yeah. less than two hundred to two two five. Mm. Mm. And those runs would prove invaluable, Roscoe, because they would roll New South Wales for two hundred and seven. That is, um, for you playing at home, short of the other score. About eighteen runs short. Uh, so, <laughs> so Moises would top score with forty three. Dan Sams would get forty two. But it was Andrew Suit and Ty doing the damage, getting four for thirty. And Brad Aaron Hardy will get three for 41. So, uh, man, the match was a suit and tie. Uh, player mm-hmm. of the series for the whole Marsh One Day Cup was Queensland's Matty Renshaw was the best oh, player in the One Day Comp. So Interesting, Mick, in that uh, innings by New South Wales, uh, Moises Enriquez was basically going to win him the game if he didn't go out. Uh, MS Doney style, no doubt he would have. Taking it right down the last, last ball. ball of the day, except that he got caught by an absolute screamer by Hilton Cartwright in front of the side. He did. Screen. That was an oh, ad, yeah. parallel if you've been to on the social media in the last three weeks. Yeah. There's no way you haven't seen it. So yeah. that and one of the, the first camera great angle, catches. which was behind the bowler's arm. They move the camera and they can't get to yeah. where it is. And the commentators are just screaming, you can't see anything. Then they flick around and give you the angle from the other the camera at the other end of the ground. And there he is running around from like a wide um, long off to sort of straight down the ground and yeah. flying parallel to the ground. To take so for a cap. second, he's going to roll over the boundary, but yeah, he did very well to stay in. Yeah. 
And the other big news out of that game, Mick, was that Jay High Richardson injured himself. So Unfortunate for him. Yeah, I don't know what that means, what exactly it was, but so he picked up some sort of injury. Mm. Probably means he won't play cricket for a little hot bit. Spots, yeah. Hot spots, hot oh, spots. Yeah. Well, it's good we've got the details on that injury. So it's <laughs> <laughs> like two weeks ago. He's probably fit now, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, I think I, I checked on the um, injury report on um, yeah. Cricket Australia website. Talk, it said yeah. test. Test. Test for this match. Test. Fractured yeah. pride, I think it said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, COVID test. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the Blues and the Warriors would meet again in the Sheffield Shield recently, but this time it would be at Bankstown Oval in uh, northern Sydney. Uh, WA would win the toss and elect to have a bat. Uh, WA would declare six down for 356. It was that dirty, rotten, cheating cunt, Cam, Cam, Cam Bancroft with 117. And our man, big Hank Hilton Cartwright, would get 81. Jack Edwards will get three for 58. The former New South Welshman, former Victorian, now re-New South Welshman, Chris Tremaine, will get two for 42. So in reply, New South Wales will get rolled for 208. They must have thought it was a one-day final. Uh, Jason Sanger will get 86 of that 208. And our man, the former Victorian, former New South Welshman, re-New South Welshman, Chris Tremaine will get 58 as 58. well. 58? Yes. That, that, that is hot. Hmm. The batting lineup for New South Wales was terrible. Yeah, I'd <laughs> hope so. Just, getting rolled for 208. So all just young bloke batting way too high and all sorts of stuff. I'm it's a long tail and yeah. an old old bowling oh. lineup too. Yeah, it's Copeland, Copeland and play Tremaine. Tremaine yeah, Copeland. And no, I think Copeland, Copeland played as well. Yeah. Yeah. Copeland and Tremaine opened the All the bats hmm. were under 20, basically. And, then and all the bowls are over 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like, like, it's like, 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 like a park ring yeah. side. Um, <laughs> so, uh, WA, uh, best of the ball was uh, Matt. Ned Kelly's not a hero, he's a fucking criminal. Kelly, um, <laughs> and three got three for 27. Big, the Eiffel Tower, Joel Paris would get three for 42. Uh, WA would have a second bat, they would declare four down for 75 to end the match. Donald Trump's favourite player, Sam Whiteman, would get 27. And Chris Tremaine would take two for 12. <laughs> Is Chris Tremaine still playing? Yeah. So, uh, match ended in a draw. Man of the match. According to cricket.com, it was Cam Bancroft. You know what I say to that? Fuck that shit. Man of the match, Chris Tremaine. Yeah. 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 The Interesting, Mick, they got so far in that game because the entire second day, I think it was, was washed out. Okay. Rain well, in Sydney. Who would have thought? Yeah. Help New South Wales get a draw. Yeah. Uh, so points for that were WA would get 2.36 points and New South Wales would get 1.38. Kepler Vessels was the match referee. I Just think, drifting I, think, I, think, I, think I read that. It was one of these two games anyway. Um, all righty, so the next game, we hit, we head back to the Junction Oval in Melbourne where Victoria would host Tasmania. So Tassie would win the toss and elect to have a bat. They would get rolled for 355. It was uh, the two keepers, Benny McDermott with 94 and Matty Wade with 61 doing the damage there. And it was the Spin Twins. The Duck, Johnny Holland, would get four for 82. And the Millhouse-looking motherfucker, Todd Murphy, would get four for 98. Uh, so the Vicks would declare seven down for 334, trying to result, trying to force a result in this. So good on you, Peter Hamscom. Uh, Trav Dean will get four. Uh, sorry, we'll get 146. What? And Sam Harper will get 93. So the Crab Trav Dean getting it done. Far out. So uh, for Tassie, Tom Andrews will get two for 53. And on debut, one of the BBL favorites, Ben Manetti, will get two for 101. Manetti. Oh, yes. God damn Manetti. Uh, so Tassie would have another bat. They would get rolled for 209. It would be Matty Wade getting 50. And a long neck, Jordan Silk would get 42. Mitch Perry would get four for 31. And once again, Millhouse Todd Murphy would get three for 48. So the Vicks were set 231 for victory with basically three quarters of a day to get it. Trav Dean would get a we get 47 off about 40 balls. He top him. There was basically just 20s 
the whole way through the batting innings. In the end, Victoria would pass the result eight down. So the tail wag for the Victorians. Uh, Once again, it was Ben Minetti amongst the wickets getting three, four, 89. Uh, Vic's win by two wickets. Uh, Man of the match, unsurprisingly, is Trav Dean, the crab. That's got to um, be his first one ever, uh, surely. It, 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 I'd be surprised if it's... <laughs> yeah. if it's yeah, yeah, in yeah, his he wouldn't have scored oh, one for about 40 he's, um, years. So. The one thing, but like a lot of people forget, due to like um, people playing for Australia and all these other things, Travis Dean is a Sheffield Shield winning captain. Huh. What? Yep. <laughs> he won like a game of Sheffield Shield. No, 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 no. The final. He captained one of the finals. Yep. Really? Yeah. Didn't know that. Mm. One of the grannies. Yeah. Obviously, it's a granny. Stanley played yeah. one fucking game. Duh. Uh, yeah. So the Vicks will get seven point five seven points, and Tassie will get one point one three points. I think they got that point oh three of those points for Peter Siddle shit fucking air. Um, <laughs> yep. It's some negatives for shit hair. Mick, if I can, just run through Trav Deed's first-class career, please. Yes, Alexander. Uh, 100, uh, 100 innings flat, six nice. not outs, 375 runs, a high score of 154 red. He's got more than 375 runs. <laughs> 3,075. So. <laughs> 154 red is his highest score, an yeah. average of... Can I guess? Yeah, go. 32. Point seven one. You're wrong, Ross. Ooh. You're wrong. Thirty-two point seven one, and a strike rate of forty-four. So eight hundreds and fifty. Thirteen fifties, not fifty thirteens. Eight hundreds and an average of thirty-two. That was as good as Sean Marsh had when he made into the Test team. So I don't know why Trav Dean. <laughs> Trav Dean's a bit stiff. Not going to be playing. The way it's going it's, over there, he'd make runs in fucking Pakistan. Everyone's making runs. It's kind of like the army. You know, if you've got flat feet or asthma, you can't get in. You've got, you got crab eyes, can't get in. Sorry. <laughs> eyes are too small. Can't make it into the Australian test side. Sorry. Can't work on those eyes. <laughs> uh, so we're almost... Too. Well, I think we're... <laughs> sorry. So I was like, we're almost at the end of the Shield season. I think there's only about three more, two or three more games left, which will be occurring in the next uh, few days, I'd imagine. Um, so points, the Vicks are on top with 29.47. Hey. Queensland is second with 26.33. WA is third with 24.6. Tassie is in fourth position with 22.34. New South Wales is um, got 20.07. And in the final spot, in Stone Motherless, sixth place, and last is, unsurprisingly, the Saka with 14.19 points. Now, in normal cricket, that's only a game behind. In Sheffield Shield cricket, the way the points are given out, that is about 15 <laughs> fucking games behind. So they are in big strife over in South Australia. They have won zero games again, Mick. I think this is the third season in a row where they haven't yeah, won a game. Gonna... If people want Gillespie to coach Australia, fucking Julius he, t- he does, Gillespie does like a shit truck to, you know, to the sky sort of ointment. Zimbabwe, shit trucks in England, South Australia. He's, uh, he's not having, he can't be, like, they've got, like, on paper, they've got some talent, but they're just, they've got too many, like, C-grade blokes, like, guys that keep getting a game that, you know, that aren't really going to achieve you. And I think guys like, no offence to them, because they're fucking far better cricketers than we are. But guys like Jake Weatherold and Jake Lehman and guys like that, who they'll play. If they stay there, they'll probably play 100 fucking games for South Australia. And you look at it, and like we're laughing at Travis Dean fucking playing 100 games or batting 100 times for Victoria. Yeah, 56 games. Yeah, 56 games. Yeah. Okay. So, but, but like in South Australia, he'd be fucking captain of South Australia, Travis Dean would be. Yeah, he's well, a legend. And yeah, captain fucking, of South Australia. Yeah. 56 first class games, like if he's not playing county, is oh, it's, like it's a lot. lot just in Sheffield, you play 80 yeah. a year, don't you? Yeah, but, something like that. that. Right? So it's a lot of cricket. But, yeah. yeah, but yeah. like, just uh, guys like Jake Lehman, right? Like, was superstar six years ago, like, fell off the radar for whatever reasons. Like, I'm, I suppose South Australia were like, well, that was our upcoming talent. It was yeah. everywhere for a while, you know, touted for Australian duties and just done nothing since. So you think, okay, well, it's probably where it's gone wrong. That talent that just doesn't take, you know, it's not consistent or long, long enough span, but he's come back now, Jake. But yeah, I don't know. Don't know how good he's going to be. Winning. That's where it's gone wrong for him. <laughs> Shit trucks. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Mike Hussey overhauls. 
Yeah, yeah. Enough of those. Do those every year. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? They've had Alex Carey behind the stumps for a while. And if, what we've seen in Pakistan, they're fucking lucky to get in any wickets. <laughs> like, those edges, they're just runs. Blokes, there's big blokes in state cricket just like doing catching practice to fucking to carry going and just going, yes, nicking it, yes, running. <laughs> just hit it to his right and run. <laughs> Everyone was saying how good he was, but his second Nash's test. How far the Almighty have fallen? He scores 97. No, not good enough. Fuck, you'd score 97 on that. Come on, mate. I just think it's great that they're always shit. It's good to have certainty in life. (laughs) Death, taxes. Centuries. Second not winning their games. Second not winning anything. It's the colour red, mate. Gold Coast Suns are red. They're fucking horrible. South Australia's red. They're fucking horrible. Like, Essendon don't have a piece of red. Yeah. Horrible. They're a piece of horrible. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want red. Sit off cricket podcast, red. red cricket ball in the middle. Yeah, horrible. that's it. We got red yeah. now logo. With He's yeah. wearing a red shirt currently. <laughs> horrible. horrible. <laughs> I'm drinking red wine. It's horrible. horrible. <laughs> the I, don't know what I, was, I don't know what I was thinking wearing red to a cricket podcast. <laughs> fucking better stay better stay away from behind the bowler's arm. Someone yeah, might fucking exactly. tell me to stop standing there. Poor etiquette, Nick. Just yeah, that's try, what we're all just about, Danny. Just try past the podcast. How's that? How's that? <laughs> We did the actually the fuck it the other week. Like you just fucking trigger me now. So we're gonna move into local cricket. So here's a local cricket story from playing you cricket. Could segue, oh, Ross. The Mick got triggered part of the yeah. episode. So uh, far away. Let's go. So so we're playing um second last game of the year at home. Um we need like we need to win the last two games to make finals. It's mathematically possible, but it's not really possible anyway. But we're playing one of the teams who end up going on to lose the grand final. And um one of their blokes is opening the bat, and he's one of those, but you can just tell it. Now, we're playing the equivalent of in the comp we're playing, it is literally about fucking G grade. Like, it is <laughs> way fucking down the, the pecking order. And this is guy's. Is that the like, um, 72 overcomp? Yeah, it is the 72 overcomp. Yeah, okay. So, this guy's <laughs> fluffing around. Interesting name of competition. I would have preferred G grade. I think it's the Wilson, the Wilson Shield. <laughs> 72 overs. But, um, yeah, so so this guy's opening the batting for the oppo and he's fluffing around like, you know, he's fucking something pretty special. He's been out there for about 10 overs. He's on about 11. Um, one of the guys <laughs> one of the guys that's playing with me has got two young boys. They'd be like fucking seven and eight, eight and nine, that type of age. Yep. And they're down at probably deep mid on. At our career ground, there's a tree at deep mid on and the nets are like at deep mid off. And the kids are like climbing in the tree, playing around, rah, rah. This bloke stops the game and asks us to get the kids to move out of his sight line. So I'm in uh... slip. And we've got another bloke that we've played a lot of cricket with called George, who takes these things really well. Um, yeah. So we've yep. both turned to each other. And the first thing I say, because this is fucking me, I go, mate, I go, because we umpire ourselves in this grade. I go, your umpire standing up there next to the bowl where you're meant to be looking, he has red fucking shoes on, mate. Why you cared about why you care about a kid at fucking deep mid on with a fucking blue t-shirt on moving? The cat's got red fucking shoes on, buddy. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, oh. Then me, then we like then that's when me and George start the whole it's just fucking Zed grade, mate. It doesn't matter. And does Zach get under that prick skin? Yeah, fucking yeah. hell. Even when we come out to bat, because we batted second, and I was umpiring and George was batting, and George said it again, mate, it's just Zed grade. Oh, see, boys. He starts going to his team and do oh, see, boys. It doesn't matter. It's just Zed grade. These guys don't care. So, no, no, we care. We just think you're a fucking idiot. And like, <laughs> yeah, fuck with, mate. And then he didn't play in the grand final side either. So suck a dick, buddy. Oh, he got dropped. Got dropped to high uh, so grade. But yeah, the prick umpire had red fucking shoes on. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, it's, that's just part cricket, I guess. So much. Like, <laughs> what, remember, predominantly white. Geez, that really doesn't exist anymore. He had that predominantly white shoes. That does not happen anymore. Uh, all right. So good local cricket. <laughs> good little local cricket thing, Mick. I love it. Uh, speaking of time wasting, I watched uh, the mighty Port Arlington Demons two side win a grand final yesterday, and it was a great game. Come down to the wire. Um, David was quite nervous watching. I called it very, very early on that we were a shoe in. Um, I will say we had our for whatever reason the presentation night was um, booked for seven pm start. Um, last night, 
And my word did the opposition team, St. Letters, drag their feet in every single thing they did, whether fielding or batting. Oh, my God. The field would be set when we were bowling. And the both sort of count the whole field, have a look around for a bit. And I'm, I'm like, it's quarter past six. You know, it's like, it seems to take like 30 minutes to bowl three overs after drinks in the second dig. I'm like, the sun's going to go down. We're going to have to call it off. Like, no. It's like that farcical World Cup final when Australia and Sri Lanka played. Yeah, you have to stop for half hour, then come out and bowl in yeah. the dark. Yeah. Mental. I don't know. Like, like, I just, like, local cricket's normally way faster than test cricket. This seems to take an eternity. I don't yeah, know. it's very frustrating. That's got up my go. That's what grinds my gears in this segment, everyone. All righty. So we'll touch on some actual local cricket performances. Um, so we've got the WA Premier Cricket, uh, where the Subiaco Florit Cricket Club were taking on South Perth. So, uh, so to kick the day off, South Perth would bowl first. Eric Botha would take six for 13 off 6.3 overs to to help roll the Subiaco tobaccos for 117. <laughs> but uh, Michael Hart from Subiaco was having none of that as they rolled South Perth for 116 as he took seven for 47. Oh. So uh, South it's got a, got uh, a Subiaco file in that one. Yeah, so... I've always had South Perth. Anyway, south of the river, rich dogs. <laughs> so is that um, both a, is that a brother or acquaintance? Uh, or I don't know. Acquaintance of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they're friends. Yeah, friends. Just, they're mates. Yeah, just happen yeah. to have the same last name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next up is uh, South Australian Premier Cricket, where Adelaide University pair of Kyle Brazel and the the uh, fucking the buzz, Will Bazisto, oh. put on 341 runs. Um, so Brazil will get 179 red off 236 balls. But it was the buzz who was the entertainment of the fact that he got 166 red off 179 balls. So well done to the buzz there. I don't know if they won or lost because my cricket didn't have that information in their Facebook post. That's good of them. Yeah. I've got to say, my cricket, in the last few weeks, you really slackened off with how much you post about, like, stories, like, of people doing shit. If I'm going to plagiarise it, you got to put some shit out there for me to plagiarise, Absolutely. Please. Like, do a bit for, like, you know, grassroots cricket podcasts. That's such it. As ourselves. Like, do the work, fellas. Do, Just do the work. Do some work so we don't have to, is what we're saying. Exactly. 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 Like, Wikipedia have come to the party. Now yeah. it's time for my cricket to come to the party. That's it. Shit ass. All right, so we'll do a quick whip around from what I did pull off the uh, Facebook page. So uh, Connor, Connor Wilde from the West Cricket Club in New South Wales. West of where? I don't know. It's just the no, West just Cricket West. Club. Just West. He took, two, he took two. He didn't take two. He took eight for 13. Oh. So well done to him. And uh, look, Mick, just yes. want to say, like that's, I mean, he was born to be wild. So, yeah. I mean, it's not surprising to me that he took eight for, so. <laughs> Thanks Alrighty. for that. Uh, no so, uh, Blake Leaf Cassidy from the Mowbray Cricket Club in Tasmania took eight for 39. Uh, Aiden Marshall of the Sheffield Cricket Club, I think they're the, I think they're the Shields uh, in Tassie as well, took eight for 91. Uh, in Marshall, the troops that day, man. Yeah. Hey, Michael, the, Michael, the Reverend Chaplain from the Long Island Cricket Club <laughs> in Victoria, made 200 not out. Oh, smashed a couple of Long Island off teas after that. <laughs> And Matthew Bennett of the Atco Cricket Club in South Australia made 181 not out. You got nothing for me, Alex. You better believe it, Mick. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. That is it for local cricket. Um, And that is is it for the podcast. Do we have any listener feedback at the moment? Um, I was walking down the road the other day and I was... Uh, stopped by a member of the general public and GP because I don't consider myself one of those people anymore. The general no, you're public, elite. you're elite, mate. But sometimes I like to mingle amongst the great unwashed, and uh, I was stopped. And this lady came up to me and said, um, David, the absolute ferocious line of questioning you provide during a podcast um, is of a standard that I've never seen before. Um, well, your podcasts are purely listening yeah, medium. So. Your ability to drag every comment out of your three guest hosts is um, unreal. 
guest hosts. Really. And she just basically said that I was doing a lot of the heavy lifting. So I wanted to say appreciate that to that lady. Um, okay. But otherwise, no, nothing. Did she mistake you from like Jad Abbott from like Radio Lab or something? Or like, um, I don't know, it feels like a different podcast she's talking there's about. There's a potential that I may have just made that story up, Alex. Yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, bullshit. Yeah. I'll never Fucking tell. Turn it up, mate. Come on. I'll never tell. Yeah. Well, I would uh, never know, mate. I couldn't tell. It seems, you know, pretty legit to me from what yeah, you're saying. Well researched. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in the uh, afternoon- I don't have any listener feedback, but I want to put it out there. We're at 170 episodes. I um, mean, you know, it's a factor of 10, so it's a mini milestone. <laughs> we're, in a, we're in a bit of a mini dynasty here down at the podcast, but. I was thinking back, like, I don't know why it reminded me of this, but I was like, at the start of this thing, when it, you know, we started to hit sort of semi-critical mass, and I was like, geez, maybe we could do a live one one day, you know? How cool would that be if we could do a live one, right? And, you know, COVID's hit, unfortunately. No, you know, yeah, the plans just... got kiboshed a little bit with the pandemic. <laughs> and so I was thinking, what milestone, maybe a bit of a, um, a, a pop quiz to you guys, what milestone would you guys consider doing a live podcast episode? Thousand, oh, yeah, thousand. Yeah. I was going to say two hundred. So you know. <laughs> if we're still going, I just don't know. I don't know if you can find a venue that'll fit ten people in it, Alex. That's <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, I have a sweet shed converted into a bit of a back bungalow, <laughs> so they can easily fit ten people. Yeah, all right. Well, send us a message if you want to come to the live podcast. Alex will pick you up. Yeah. Absolutely, I'll pick you up. Um, three hundred bucks a head. All uh, our listeners will fit in one car. I mean, three hundred bucks a head, exclusive after uh, podcast access to all four members of the podcast. Yeah, while we light shit on fire and drink beer, <laughs> probably. Yep. Uh, yeah, so it's been a listen feedback. I actually did get some feedback the other day from, oh, a guy, <laughs> so from a guy from the Creek Club. Um, so shout out to Kizza. He actually said that because yeah, I put on your podcast in the car the other day when I was driving home from work. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Like, Thanks, mate. <laughs> that, that coming from the most polite man alive means that is like the most that ringing endorsement. I think, I think that's the most ringing endorsement our podcast has ever had. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I actually want that on our Facebook page. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, 2022. From the nicest guy alive, that means he hates <laughs> yeah. pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, for his trouble, I'll send him. What have I got here? Uh, I've got five Malaysian ringgit. So, <laughs> Get him up. Yeah. <laughs> you can have that. Kiss. Don't, I think spend, I still, don't spend it all at once. Yeah. <laughs> I think I still have like thirty pairs of Frederick Harold socks in my house. Oh, yeah, I think I've got. I've got. A, I've got a few box, a few pairs in a box here as well. Right. I'll tell you what. On our two hundredth episode live podcast event. Everyone gets a free pair yeah, of Frederick Carols. Yeah. There you go. Maybe even two if only one person turns yeah. up. I'm calling it now. Live podcast event 200 episode. That is in 30 weeks' time. No, 60 weeks' time. Over a year's time. 2024. Yeah. All righty. <laughs> That's how long right. you got to do it for. <laughs> so um, I think that'll, that'll do us for the um, podcast for this episode. Um, so thanks everyone for listening. In the words of the late great Scott Hall, bad times don't last, but sometimes bad podcasts do. And I think yeah, that really, yeah. I think that really sums us up. Well, but yeah, yep. all righty. Mentioned later. that about us too. So that was like specifically <laughs> about our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that was shit.